Hey friends, welcome back to Eat, Live, Love, Indulge with me, your host, Kathy Wakili. Thanks for joining me again this week, guys. Um, I am just, re- we just returned from Florida and back to the cold winter in New Jersey. And so far it hasn't been too bad, but I'm looking out the window here and I'm seeing some snowflakes. Yeah, they're coming down. So what better time to get busy in the kitchen? I am solo today. So I'm talking to you solo and we're talking about all things sweet and indulgent. And I am happy to share some great recipes with you. Um, I am headed down to Memphis this week and I will be cooking with my students at Remington College. I know I've talked to you a little bit about it before. I have partnered with Remington College to create the Kathy Wakili's Real Culinary Kitchen where we teach students um, who are interested to entering into the culinary world and we teach them basics, kitchen essentials, restaurant management, um, all sorts of great things for anyone that is interested in entering into the culinary world, whether it be for food, for work or for fun or for their next chapter in life. It's a nonprofit school and I'm really happy to be a part of it. I feel wonderful when I get to share my knowledge and my gift and the love of food and cooking and hospitality with the students at the school. So I was playing with some recipes and trying to figure out what I was going to be sharing with them, what my lesson would be. And since it's February, I thought what better recipe to share with them was something sweet and indulgent and perfect for Valentine's Day. Um, But first I had thrown a question out on Instagram and my story, and I wanted to hear from you all what your favorite sweets were. So I got a great, I got a few great uh, answers and I learned a little something too. So my first one that I read off to you would be Franny 618. She said a box of chocolates with any kind of nuts and she loves hazelnuts. Oh, I'm with you, Franny. I love hazelnuts and chocolate together. I love any kind of nuts with chocolate together, you know, combined. Love it. But hazelnuts happen to be and chocolate happen to be one of my favorites too. So you go for it. I hope your Valentine brings you something sweet, Franny. Uh, let's see. We got Bakery 61, chocolate chip cookies. Well, who doesn't love a chocolate chip cookie, right? I love them. I think my kids love them. I make them whenever, you know, whenever I, I need something quick and sweet in the house. They're so quick to um, put together. And it all started out with me using the recipe on the bag of the chocolate chip cookie, uh, the chocolate chips the morsels. That's how I started out. And then I started veering away from it and making my own combinations and things like that. But there's a great recipe right on the back of the package. Go from that. They're a little on, that's a little on the sweet side. I tend to make mine a little less sweet. And I had a little, try doing this guys, a little bit of sea salt to the top before you bake them. And it's a great combination. Don't go overboard, just a little touch. So thanks for that bakery 61. We love chocolate chip cookies at our house too, especially with peanut butter in them. Uh, let's see. Alexa Zappia, my friend from Buffalo. Hi, sweetheart. Uh, thanks for your entry. Now this is a different one. Sponge candy. I have never heard of sponge candy. So I had to do a little research. So 
sponge candy. I am, I'm assuming it's a Buffalo, New York thing. And that's everything that I've read. It sounds like that's where it comes from and that's where it's originated. It's very popular there. It's a simple recipe. And from what the different recipes that I've read, it's, um, a spongy, sugary candy. And some people, uh, cover it with chocolate and there's very few ingredients like sugar, butter, um, white vinegar. I know that sounds odd and, um, baking soda. So I guess the baking soda and the vinegar, that combination is what makes it spongy. You cook it up to a certain temperature and then you pour it into a a pan and unmold it and cut it into squares. And then I guess then you could cover it with chocolate. It sounds very interesting. So I'm going to give that a try soon and I'll let you know how that is. Um, Let's see. Wildflower seven. She said cheesecake stuffed strawberries. Oh my God. That sounds so yum. Um, I think that's a perfect, a perfect alternative to chocolate covered strawberries for those that don't like strawberry, uh, chocolate. Um, or for Valentine's day, how about cheesecake stuffed strawberries and then cover them in chocolate? Oh my God. That sounds so yummy. And it seems like pretty simple too. Uh, let's see. Poochie 3728. She says her favorite sweets are hash brownies. Oh, well, hey there. Poochie sounds good to me. Um, although I've never tried them or never made them. Um, sure. If they're brownies, what could be bad, right? As long as you're home afterwards and you're not driving a car and you're around people that you trust, then go for it. Enjoy the hash brownies. Uh, let's see. Gregory Zarian, my sweetheart from California. So if any of you guys have ever seen me um, back and forth posting with my twin sons from California, Gregory, he's not my real son, but he's my adopted son. Gregory and his brother Lawrence, I've adopted as my own sons. I always wanted twins and they came to me later in life, and I love them dearly. And Gregory, I can't wait for you to come home and visit, Gregory, so I can make you orange cranberry scones. Yes, yum. They're so good. Um, they just, that's just a home, a home suite that you just think of home whenever you have them. And I made them for him. I believe I made them for him when he came here not too long ago. Yes, or I made him a blueberry. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, come home soon, Gregory. I miss you. Uh, let's see who else, who else, who else, who else? Oh, Natalia Francesca Marquez 77 said that her favorite sweet was Ensemada Spanish cake. I hope I'm saying it right. Ensemada Spanish cake. So I, I never heard of this cake. And so I had to do my research again. And this sounds very interesting from what I understand. It's, um, a, a sweet bread, bready, fluffy bready type of cake that's rolled in a coil and you can even stuff it with, I guess, dates or cheese or, or jam or something like that. And it's rolled, it's like a bread and then it's rolled like a, you roll out the dough and then, um, you roll it in, into a coil and then cover it with, um, powdered sugar. It sounds very good. I think I'm going to try this. And also I I noticed there is a a Filipino version of this. The original Spanish version comes from Mallorca, Spain, which is a Balearic Island that Rich and I actually went to this past summer. 
And, um, but it also says that it has Middle Eastern roots. So, well, that makes sense because that part of Spain was occupied by the, um, the Arabs for a long time. And, um, it sounds like a really great, it could be made with, um, a sourdough starter, uh, but you could also make it with yeast and it's like a bready cake, fluffy cake. Um, and then the Filipino version is similar, um, but it's topped with shredded cheese. So that's very interesting too. So, but both the versions are not very sweet. They're both fluffy and, um, they're usually served at breakfast or, you know, as a dessert during mid break, uh, during the day. Uh, they both sound yummy and I'd like to try them. And so I'll let you know how they work out. Those are two great recipes that I have to try the Ensamada Spanish cake and the sponge candy. Thanks guys. Thanks for writing in and letting me know your favorites. I always like to learn something new and, um, I love to share new things too. So thanks a lot. I'll let you know how mine works out. You know, we're headed, like I mentioned, we're headed down to Memphis and whenever I travel, we do travel quite a bit. And a lot of times when I travel, we're eating out a lot. We're on the road. We're not ready, really eating right. And when I get home, I just want to get back in my kitchen and have a home cooked meal. A lot of times though, I run into the problem where I don't know what I have in the fridge and I hate to go grocery shopping as soon as I get home. So I've discovered the greatest meal kit and it's called Every Plate. Every plate is um, experienced with fuller plates and fuller wallets because it's the America's it's America's best value meal kit. You get meals that you'll enjoy, and your bank account will enjoy them too. And they're delivered right to your door. Think of it this way: one meal is the same price as one cup of coffee. That's right. Can you imagine a whole meal being delivered to your door that's the same price as a cup of coffee? Every plate dinners are the cheaper alternative to takeout or delivery. Recipes come together in about 30 minutes and they're definitely faster than a trip to the grocery store and starting a meal from scratch. It takes less time to decide what you want to cook and more time to spend with your food and your family. Every plate comes with easy to follow recipes, pre-proportioned ingredients that take the stress out of dinner time. The thing I love about every plate is I order it and it comes to my door. So if I'm getting ready to come back home from my my uh, my trip, I could just go online, order it, and I'll have it home when I get home and I could I could prepare my plate and for my husband too, you know? And it's great. And there are, every week they have nine different menus to choose from. And they're changing their menus all the time. So there's different things that you could choose from with easy to follow recipes. The thing I love also about it is that you're not buying unnecessary ingredients. A lot of times if we're home for a few days and then we're out again, so I'll stock up the fridge and a lot of that food goes to waste. But with every plate, it doesn't go to waste because I'm making exactly what they deliver to me, exactly what I need. So I'm not overeating because it's portioned out. I'm not overbuying and nothing gets wasted. And you know what? For the, for anyone that doesn't really know how to cook, this is a great way to learn how to cook because the recipes are included. All the ingredients are included, everything that you would need. You don't have to judge or guess. There's no guesswork of how much of this or how much of that. Everything is planned out for you and it's easy to, they're easy to follow instructions. Every plate is constantly expanding their shipment zones too. So check out 
and make sure with your zip code to see where it's included and how they they ship and they check out. So right now, EveryPlate is sharing a great offer with my friends here at Indulge. You'll get three weeks of EveryPlate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering my code INDULGE3. Can you believe that? Okay, let me say it again. You get three weeks of every plate meals for $2.99 per meal. You could get it, go to everyplate.com and enter my code INDULGE3. Okay, that's up to a $72 value. That's 40% off of your first three boxes. Go to everyplate.com and put in my code INDULGE3 and you will get three weeks of meals for $2.99. Okay, so let's get back to sweets, okay? Uh, If you have big plans for Valentine's Day, that's wonderful. If you want to cook at home, sometimes... It's not about the grand, the grandness of going out to a fancy dinner. Sometimes the best nights are those spent at home, cooking for the ones you love and enjoying each other's time. So I put together some of my favorite recipes that I hope that you enjoy and I will share them with you too. First off, I'm going to start with the one that I am making for my students in Memphis at Remington College. It's a very simple recipe. It's called strawberry panna cotta. Now, panna cotta is cooked cream, okay? Victoria really loves fruit desserts, especially strawberry ones. So in the springtime and around Valentine's Day, I love to incorporate strawberries in wherever I can. And this is a dressed up panna cotta, which like I said, panna cotta means cooked cream. And especially when strawberries are in season, it's perfect uh, when they're in abundance. So I uh, make this panna cotta and I top it with a little bit of fresh cut strawberries, really small. And for this recipe, I'm going to drizzle a little bit of chocolate ganache over it. So you have that chocolate covered strawberry feel, but it's a creamy um, cooked cream. Now, these are easily unmolded onto dessert plates or um, they can be served in really pretty champagne glasses, which I like to do. And they, you know, it's really, really pretty because then you could garnish them really nice and it makes them look elegant, but they're very simple. All it takes is about 10 to 15 minutes to prepare. And they're a great make ahead dessert because you, they do need to be, they need to set So it's really about making it ahead and letting it set in the refrigerator. So I'm going to walk you through this recipe because it's so easy. So we're starting with fresh strawberries and I'll have this recipe in the show notes so you can, um, you can easily make it and I'll share it on Instagram as well. So it's strawberries. We have low fat buttermilk. We have, uh, granulated sugar, some water, a little bit of unflavored flavored gelatin, heavy cream and vanilla extract. So to make the panna cotta, we are going to combine the strawberries, buttermilk, and sugar into a blender, and we're going to puree them until they're smooth. Then we're going to use a large spoon and we're going to press this mixture through a fine sieve and we're going on into a medium bowl because we want to get all the little seeds out and we want to make sure that all the strawberries are pureed well. Then we're going to put that aside and we're just, we're going to 
discard whatever is left in the sieve. Okay, then we're going to pour in another little bowl. We're going to pour a little bit of cold water and sprinkle the gelatin over it, over the surface because we want that gelatin to get soft into the into an actual gel and activate because it's a powder, the gelatin. We're going to let it sit for about a minute till it gets soft. In a small saucepan, we're going to heat up the remain the cream, the heavy cream, over a medium heat till it comes to a boil, and then we're going to immediately remove this from a saucepan and we're going to add the gelatin mixture into the cream, whisk it until the gelatin is dissolved and the mixture is smooth. Now, it's so simple. This comes together so, so simply. You are going to love the results. It's a silky, creamy, yummy dessert. Then you're going to whisk the cream mixture into the strawberry puree, and then you're going to mix in the vanilla. Boom. Pretty easy. Then you pour that mixture into custard cups or champagne glasses, however you want to serve them. Put them in the refrigerator for at least, let's see, I'm going to say at least five hours, but first, before you put them in the refrigerator, cover them with plastic wrap until they're firm and set. At least five hours. And you can make these up to two, two days ahead. Now, when you're ready to serve them, like I said, you make a little, melt down a little bit of uh, chocolate with uh, a little bit of heavy cream and make that ganache, pour it over the top of it with a little whipped cream, boom. Or you could cut up, I really like to do it this way, when when the strawberries are in abundance, I, I chop up strawberries really small and I make them into like a little coulis and I add a little, little tiny bit of sugar and a little bit of fresh mint and I serve them with that. It's a great yummy dessert. It looks elegant and everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Okay, the next one I want to share with you is cream puffs, strawberry cream puffs. Who doesn't love cream puffs? They're so easy. Listen, everybody makes cupcakes, makes brownies, makes cookies, right? Cream puffs are an old-fashioned dessert that really can be elegant and beautiful and yummy at the same time. And I make them with a variety of different fillings, so not just a custard or a cream. I fill them with this one is one of my favorites. Again, a strawberry dessert. I fill them with um, a little bit of Chantilly cream and fresh strawberries. And I, I drizzle them either with a little bit of the strawberry uh, glaze or I, I drizzle them with a little chocolate ganache. Really simple, really easy. I make them small. This is a great one too. These these strawberry, these little um, cream puffs, the shoe pastry can be made ahead and be frozen and then you take them out when you're ready to make them and really easy and elegant too at the same time and this recipe goes a long way it makes about four dozen okay let's see some of my other favorites chocolate and I also fill them with a chocolate and hazelnut uh, spread mixture that is so yummy it's like it's um it's basically nutella chocolate chips melted down and heavy cream whipped up and I fill the little um, the little shoe pastry with them and they're so yummy and I call them chocolate hazelnut kisses, bachi. What else do I have here? Chocolate, 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 chocolate. Everything is chocolate. No, I have um, chocolate custard tartlets. Now, this is adapted from one of my favorite things growing up. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Stella Doro baked goods, when I was growing up, that was our go-to baked goods that we were able to have and enjoy. And one of my favorites was the Swiss 
chocolate cookies. They were just so great. They were just a little small cookie and had a dollop of chocolate in them. So I've made something that it's it's kind of inspired by those and it's a chocolate custard tartlet, which is just, they're very easy with a, um, a shortbread crust, really simple and yummy. And this recipe can be found in my book, Indulge. Um, let's see, let's see what else. Let's see another goodie. Oh, here's another one. I'm going to share this recipe with you too. This is a show-stopping dessert. It's called, I call it chocolate volcano. So it's my take on the chocolate lava cake. Uh, very simple. You would think that it's difficult to make, but it's very simple and it's a showstopper and you will impress everyone. Very, very simple to make. And I drizzle this one with a little bit of raspberry, a raspberry drizzle. It's delicious. It's one of my favorite uh, combinations, chocolate and raspberry together. It's perfect. And like I said, you will be the star of the evening if you prepare these because they're just wonderful, wonderful. I'm working on a new recipe right now. I have some in my fridge tonight because I, I've been testing out recipes. So like I said earlier, I love chocolate and peanut butter together. Um, I have some in my fridge actually now because I've been testing it out. Mini peanut butter cheesecakes with chocolate cookie crust and a chocolate ganache drizzle just to die for. Like I mentioned earlier, I love anything with nuts and chocolate together, especially peanut butter and chocolate together. Um, just my, my take on a Reese's peanut butter cup, love them. And, uh, so I will share that one with you when I perfect it. Cause I'm always working on something new and putting something together. I hope I gave you some ideas for desserts. Richie just walked in and hey, Rich. Hello. <laughs> oh, what are you eating there? I want some desserts. Oh, okay. Well, um, I am going to get back to the kitchen. I just figured I'd share some of these desserts in time for Valentine's Day. I hope that you enjoy the chocolate volcanoes or the strawberry panna cotta. Let me know what you think because I love hearing your feedback. As always, I appreciate and love all of your comments. And if you get a chance to, I'd appreciate you going over to Apple Podcasts and rating and reviewing my podcast. I love hearing your reviews and how I could, what you want to hear next week and what you want to hear more about. Thanks again for joining me. Have a great week and happy Valentine's Day, lovers. Mm-hmm.